0: Coming to you from somewhere between Hollywood and West Hollywood, I'm Colin Marshall. This is the Los Angeles Review of Books podcast. Today it's a special episode because we have a visit, or rather we have a few visitors from South Korea. We have a trip here from the Literary Translation Institute of Korea, where they've brought a couple of authors whose names you're really going to want to know. If you're interested in not just Asian literature, not just Korean literature, but modern literature, we're going to be talking to them. But first, we have an extra special segment to come before our special episode, a conversation with the director of the Literary Translation Institute of Korea, uh, Kim Song-won. Tell me, how do you see, not just the official line, but how do you see the mission of this organization?
1: We translate Korean literary works into 30 different languages Hmm. and publish them overseas in order to raise the profile of Korean literature in the international community. Hmm. And Besides that, we do a lot of other things, like uh, when a book of translation of a Korean literature comes out, we bring the Korean writer to the foreign country right. uh, for a promotion event. And uh, that's what's going on today, right? Like, just like today, we brought two uh, right. eminent, distinguished Korean writers.
0: Indeed. So tell us, uh, tell the listeners, who are these eminent writers sitting right to our side?
1: Next to me is Pezoa uh, and then mm-hmm. Chan Everybody knows them in Korea. They are very popular in Korea. Ah,
0: why, why are they so popular in Korea? What's, what do you think is the reason Korean readers have so enjoyed their books?
1: Um, as for Beswa, she brilliantly, beautifully portrays the agonies of the younger generation. Mm. Um, the Korean younger generation have gone through difficult times right. from uh, military dictatorship. And then before that, of course, the Japanese occupation. And then, um, and then the devastating Korean War, and then military dictatorship, and the age of industrialization, right. and today they are they live in the age of electronics and IT technology. Right. Um, but they have they are agonies in a seemingly affluent society of South Korea, like they face frustrations, loneliness and then alienation, mm-hmm. and then uh, disintegrated families because of rapid industrialization mm-hmm. and so forth. And she beautifully captures that atmosphere and landscape, mm-hmm. even though it's bleak sometimes. Right. Um, and then it was persuasive to the Korean leader. Also, I guess it will be persuasive to the international leaders, including American leaders. Mm-hmm. And as for John uh, she's is frequently compared to uh, Gabriel Marquez and his novels such as My Cousin Bruce Lee and Where, are compared to 100 Years of Solitude because novelist Chun portrays uh, recent Korean history uh, with magic realism. You can see by reading his books um, how the Korean people have gone through difficult times in each period far behind that there's a sort of a political repression mm-hmm. in the past and then industrialization mm-hmm. and everything is changing and in that particular uh, environment of course you pursue money and the machine but mm-hmm. sometimes in the meantime you lose many things such as pastoral dreams mm-hmm. and then humanity and so forth and then the value of a family and so forth mm-hmm.
0: And why is Los Angeles an important place to bring these writers? I mean, of course, there's cities all over the world, people are reading in. Why, why does the organization want to be here as well?
1: LA is a special city. We all know that LA has a large, big, huge uh, Korean-American community. And LA is, LA is a global city, a multicultural, multi-ethnic city. So we thought that probably um, the Korean sentiment... Uh, manifest in the works of Korean writers mm. are appealing to the people who live in L.A.
0: Right. It's certainly appealing to me, and I live here. Ah, so I, I agree with you. Perfectly correct. Thank and you. You. Uh, one last thing I want to know from you is tell me, tell me something we English language readers don't know about Korean literature. What do you really want? What do you want to bring to the wider world from Korean literature that somebody a lot of people listening don't read Korean. Uh, what are they missing out on that soon, you hope, you'll be able to give them through the Translation Institute?
1: Um, something which is uniquely Korean, I should say, the Korean sentiment, the Korean psyche, the Korean mind. For example, uh, when it comes to the Korean family, mothers are extremely important. In Cheon Myung-Gwan's novel, uh, Modern Family... It portrays a family, of course, is disintegrating. Mm-hmm. But the uh, children are coming back to their home yes. uh, after they fail in society, after they are a- aged, aged, still there's a mom, the presence of mom waiting for them. Uh, in Korea, in Korean culture, mothers are extremely important. There's a strong bonding between you and your mother, and mothers are a symbol of something to which the point of reference to which you're constantly returning to. um, It was like mothers-like home to a certain extent. In Korea, the image of mother is like the image of a mother bird. know, mother bird does not eat anything all day. She's just busy uh, feeding her children. It was just like that. Probably maybe different from American culture. To me, it's like in the United States, mother is someone, of course, you dearly love, but when someday... When you grow up, you have to leave, or you have to be independent of your mother in order to become an adult. Mm. But in Korean culture, is sort of the other way around. Um, so that sort of difference does exist um, between American culture and Korean culture. And by reading the novels of uh, Korean writers, American readers probably uh, perceive the difference and other aspects of uh, human civilization and human culture mm-hmm. there are many other things of course but um, the differences cultural differences are important mm-hmm. and it is important to learn about uh, cultural differences, learn about other people and other culture. Mm-hmm. And
0: now we'll get these authors take on all of this. Director Kim Sam
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: As Director Kim said, we are here with two authors well-known in Korea and who will soon be well-known, I hope, here in Los Angeles and the rest of America, Bae Soo and Jong Myung-wan. They are the authors of, in English, the new books, though they're books written before, but new to us, Nowhere to be Found, and Modern Family, both of which I've read and enjoyed, and they make me want to read more from these two authors. We're going to have an interpreter here, so you'll be hearing the voices of the authors, but above that, the voice of the interpreter just... NPR style. So uh, go with it. You'll see what I mean, listeners. First, I think in in America, we think of Koreans as being very family-oriented, very strong families, very education-oriented, very achievement-oriented. The families in these novels are very different. The characters in these novels, both of them, are not very motivated. You could call them failures. And their families are not supportive. The families are even worse than the characters themselves. They're in a worse position than the characters themselves. And so I'll begin asking, Bessoa, what is, what is the family situation of this nameless narrator of Nowhere to be Found? What's, wh- how does it compare to this image we have of Korea as high-achieving, fam- strong family people?
2: when I first thought about um, writing this when I first ro- wrote this novel um, I thought that this these people were in different different situations these people were in poverty um, well um, in contrast to Korea's motivated and um, success-minded um, people the protagonist in nowhere to be found these people used to be, um, Middle-class citizens before, but um, their family deteriorated and now are in deep poverty. Mm. This could be perceived as an image of the Korean society, but I don't exactly agree that this is a um, typical image of that because society and human beings have um, two, are two-sided. They could have um, well positive aspects as well as dark aspects, and I think those two aspects coexist and.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in modern family i mean the title the title says a lot of it right there but in modern family you have you present first this family situation that has long since fallen apart what has happened to this family 앞에 한국 미국에서
3: 인식하는 한국의 um, as
2: you 네. said before, Korean <laughs> families are um, stereotypically perceived as goal-oriented and success um, wanting success and having strong family ties, but um, because of that image. So in Korea, there is a traditional phrase called yangmyeong," which is um, that you have to um, glorify your family name. And yeah, 그런데, um, to do that, yeah, Koreans um, sometimes sacrifice themselves and 네, work very hard to achieve their goals. But the people, novel, 것, family, the people in this novel, Modern Family, are the people who fail to do that. Um, in some cases, they are bankrupt and they committed crimes 어, and some and are divorced. And they are failures in that aspect.
3: Both
0: novels are not necessarily about families. They're about protagonists in these type of families. And, Bésoir, In in Nowhere to be Found, you have, as I say, a nameless narrator who is... I'm trying... I I still am thinking about what her condition is, what it is she must be suffering from. But the name of the novel in Korean, Cholsu, this is how I read it anyway. I'm not that good at Korean, so maybe I'm wrong, but it has a double meaning. It's the name of the character's not-quite-boyfriend, sort of male figure, the man in her life, sort of. But it's also a word meaning withdrawal or to, to pull back from something. Is... Is that a description of her condition,
4: withdrawal?
2: That's a really interesting interpretation of this book, um, that Chalsu, um withdrawal, it can have a meaning of withdrawal, it can have a military connotation. Um, and this word can... Um, Um, can mean um, her her special psychological state, Uh, but Tersu has another meaning. It's a very common name in Korea, like Hans in Germany and perhaps Jimmy in the United States. And um, Koreans have a very specific image when they think of that name. So traditionally, Tarsu um, is a name that comes up in elementary school textbooks. Um, it's a typical name of Korean boys, so that's um, what people think of when they first read this book. But Americans don't are not familiar with the name Tarsu, so um, the translator suggested that um, we should change the title of the book from Tarsu to Nowhere to Be Found.
0: And this protagonist, this nameless narrator, is a woman in her mid-twenties, in this poor family. She's supporting the family. And she, through it all, seems to be desensitized. Is this desensitization something that you had seen reflected in other Korean literature? Or is it something, is it a feeling you, you hadn't read in other books and you wanted to write about uh, as a result?
4: To
2: respond to that question, I would have to be a prolific reader, which I am not very sure I am. But um, I believe every writer has a sense of desensitization from the society to distance oneself from the society. And I think that is very natural for writers.
0: And Chong myung the protagonist of Modern Family, is different. He's in his 40s. He's 48, I believe. He is, it's not that he is unambitious, but he had ambitions and those were frustrated. He is also desensitized in a way, I would say. Not the same way, but would you say this combination of his failed film career and his enormous alcoholism have desensitized him?
3: Mm,
2: in some ways, um, the type of person in modern family is a very common one. I worked in the movie industry for about 10 years, and 많아요. I've seen a lot of friends um, who had um, suffered 아, this kind of failure. And who, Rather than looking at the lives of the successful 이런, successful people, um, looking at 있으면, the other side of the coin, 있고. looking at the failed people is what writers naturally try to do.
0: And we've hardly mentioned this, but in Modern Family, this protagonist goes back to live with his broken family, and in that way, the broken family comes back together. It's a funny situation. There's many opportunities for comedy, and I think every foreign reader will laugh a lot reading this book, not just about the older brother's farts, but about the very nature of the situation of middle-aged siblings all living with their mother again. But did you consider that to be an inherently funny situation? By its very nature, this would be comedic, putting together middle aged siblings, putting them under their mom's roof, which would be an absurd thing in American literature.
2: In a sense, oh, yes. Um, I personally like theory? comedy, uh, and I wanted to um, describe how um, how characters would behave in such yeah. absurd circumstances, 오히려, how 그래서, um, comedic uh, the situation would be. It's a very dire situation for each of the characters, but, character, 오히려, but um, I thought that in, in those in such I situation, mean. comedy is necessary.
0: Mm. It's true. I feel like when Americans or any foreigners get interested in Korean storytelling. It's because there is every mood at once, in a way, dark and light, grim and hilarious at once. And in Modern Family, there's, of course, so, there's so much that's funny, but then there's so much that's very grim. There's savage beatings, there's, uh, there's sort of gangland deals, there's just a lot of despair all at once. Do you consider that an expectation in Korean literature or filmmaking that there is such a darkness and such a lightheartedness at once? <laughs>
2: Well, Korean literature might be a little different because 같다, um, Korean literature tend to be very um, far away from the light side because um, a lot of them are about private feelings and thoughts. Um, on the other hand, Korean movies 그쵸, are, are have a much more light um, connotation, and I think my novel is um, a combination of both characteristics from Korean literature and Korean movies.
0: And the best Nowhere to be found, I don't think anybody will consider it a comedy, but there are situations that are surprising, and the way, I don't know how to put it, but the way one situation, one scene connects to another is surprising. And surprise, I think, is an essential element of humor, but is anything in this novel, when you read this novel, because you wrote it in the 1990s looking back, is there anything funny in it to your mind?
4: Ah, 저는, 게, On that point, I agree with uh, um, Mr. Chan because I think humor thoughts is thoughts essential thoughts when writing a story
2: thoughts and, thoughts and thoughts I think it's an essential thoughts element thoughts and, thoughts and, thoughts and, thoughts and thoughts I try to thoughts put thoughts it in whenever I write a novel but I have been often disappointed because a lot of the readers don't perceive my novels um, as humorous, and I sometimes think that maybe I'm not that a good writer of humor. <laughs> I try to um, include the small small humorous details in Nowhere to be Found, but a lot of um, the small um, group of Korean readers who have read my novel find it very dense and profound, and... Um, Well, in the case of um, humor, I try to um, combine it with um, the grotesque scenes and the humorous scenes.
0: And there's one particularly grotesque element I think American readers, English language readers, will, will laugh at, just maybe out of shock, which is the incompetence of your narrator's mother, who's her incompetence at being a provider is a lot of the reason your narrator has such a difficult life. Talking with Director Kim earlier, we talked about the importance of the mother in Korean literature. And here is a mother who is only a problem. She only causes problems. So I wonder, in your opinion, or do you you think about how foreign readers will perceive this mother given that they don't have they don't know what a Korean mother should be, so they don't necessarily know really how bad this mother is.
2: Well, her situation, um, she has been able to uh, be a housekeeper for her lifetime, and she also attended a she also attended a beauty beauty pageant when she was young. Um, She's a typical character um, from her age. Um, So she. I tried to portray her not as a mother, but a woman in her era. And I tried to... There was a bit of satire in it, and not a critique, but a satire. She was a woman of her era, and that's why she is incompetent. As... President Kim said, um, the Korean society has a strong um, sense of responsibility, a strong image of motherhood, of being a mother. But um, not every image can, not everyone can exactly um, um, portray that image. So, and sometimes, in some cases, because they know about that image, they know about that responsibility, um, that could be burdensome to them.
0: In modern family, as we say, the these three middle-aged siblings move back in with their mother, but this mother is different than the mother and nowhere to be found. She may be in her seventies, she may she may be seemingly past her prime of motherhood, yet she becomes, in a sense, this super mother for her children in their forties and fifties. This is astonishing in especially America when you're considered a failure if you live with your mother past the age of about 21, the mother would probably kick you out. Is it less surprising in the context of Korean literature with this idea about what a mother should be?
2: Um, the mother in this novel does portray some sides of the core- typical Korean mother, um, strong, motherlike, and caring. But
3: uh, um, it's not
2: only about, about the traditional image of motherhood, 어, because she also um, is, can be ashamed of her own, own desires, own desires and she also has her own desires, too.
3: 부끄러워하거나, the sense of a, a scenario that brings
0: that brings a family back together again. I mean, is that was that where this novel began for you? 그렇죠. 바로, 어, 그 that
2: is indeed right. Um, the uh, story of um, grown up brothers and sisters um, coming back to live with their mother, and um, like when they were a child, they were children, is was an interesting situation for me, and it was a motivation for my writing.
0: And Beswar, I want to ask you what it feels like, what it felt like to revisit this novel, knowing it would appear in translation. But first. I'll ask you something else. Was there, as with the reunited family or the family rebuilt again in modern family, was there an image or a concept you remember beginning this book with?
2: it's quite the opposite of modern family because um I, in this family she know, um the protagonist she knows that she's going to leave this family and um she her brother um, too knows that he's He's going to leave his family, and he actually does. In the case of the youngest sister, who was 10 years younger, um, the protagonist looks um, at her with sympathy because she is young and she is still under the responsibility of her mother, and she can't leave her family yet.
0: And when you did look back at this book, did it look the same to you as when you wrote it initially? Did it... Or did it feel different for reasons of time or for reasons of knowing it would be in another language?
2: I did feel that way. Um, to go through translation, some of the ambiguous points in the novel had to be clarified. So while talking to my translator, um, we talked about how um, the protagonist has a tendency of um, showing SM and um she had some sadistic sides AMA to her and um now I see it, I I believe I didn't I I wasn't able to really portray that point really well because um I wasn't as mature as a writer then.
4: And
0: you say that Your narrator wants to escape the family. Is there a sense in which she also wants to escape the effects the wider culture, the society, has had on her?
2: Such interpretation depends on the reader.
0: If they think she does, she does?
4: Um, That's out of
2: my bounds, I think. And I think it'll be better if um, the writer doesn't really restrict the opinions of the readers and leave it to the readers to think over the
0: novel. In Modern Family, the character, the, the protagonist remembers when he was hanging out in school with friends who wanted to, in a way, escape society, escape their own culture by immersing themselves in Western culture, French culture, French film, for example. And indeed, in the book, Western culture, works of Western culture make many appearances, for example, as titles of the chapters, you know, Jewels and Jim or works by... Ernest Hemingway, and uh, the character of course reads Ernest Hemingway in the novel. Is it an exaggeration to say that those efforts to move toward Western culture were a way to escape the effects of Korean society as best they could?
3: 이제
0: <laughs>
2: In reality, my generation, well, to exaggerate, is a generation that was mesmerized by Western culture. My generation was actually a generation that read Hemingway watched movie directed by Trifo and listened to rock and roll. So um, the protagonist is kind of a typical image of that generation.
3: And
0: this was What kind of cultural awareness would you say your protagonist has? She seems intent mostly on survival. Is that true?
2: The protagonist was indeed affected by her generation and she must have liked movies and music from Western culture but um, the reason why that aspect wasn't included in the, her monologue is because that she didn't consider it as important in her life.
0: As important as the basic necessities of protecting protecting her sister, surviving, working, those sorts of
2: things. To her, her own problems mattered more um, rather than the problems out of her own world.
0: For the last segment, since this is the Los Angeles Review of Books podcast, I would like to ask something relevant to this city where we are. And so, Cheom young we're here sitting in the city that is the center of the American film industry. And in Modern Family, your character has spent a lot of time wandering Chungmuro, the center of the Korean film industry. Do you feel that it's a similar world, the struggles people go through and the disappointments and various forms of alienation of the Korean film world in Chungmuro and the American film world, what you know of it, in Los Angeles? <laughs> 로,
3: 나는데,
2: Your question reminds me of Robert Altman's movie *Player*, and when I
3: when I watched
2: that movie, I 느꼈어. found that 네. um, the American film industry is not 아, that 작가들이... different from. The uh, Korean film industry, uh, um, the um, there are many characters in that movie, from producers to movie scenario writers. But in the eth- essence, um, both industries had similar qualities. And while there is um, a strong spotlight, there are many dark places. So I think that could be very similar.
0: And speaking of dark places, this is a city you mentioned to me earlier that you visited twice. This is your second visit to Los Angeles. This is a city. Los Angeles is a city where there's a tradition of people feeling alienated or being lost, not knowing what to do, not knowing why they're here, but and feeling like the city doesn't make sense on one level, yet on another sense on another level it does make sense. In other words, I feel like it's a city that Fits your sensibility as a writer. What have been your impressions of Los Angeles on your last visit, or we're early in this visit? But is it a city you feel suits the way you think at all? If that makes sense.
4: Ah, 저 저에게 좀 잊을 수 그, LA를 때, LA
2: is an unforgettable uh, city to me. Um, I remember in my first was visit, was uh, I was Chinese. reading and waiting for a friend at the airport and one homeless person handed me twenty dollars. So I thought it was a very kind gesture and um rather than feeling the uh, rather than perceiving the dark sides of LA, I thought it was a very fun and friendly city. And um this time uh
4: 여행을 마쳤고. Uh,
2: I remember that I saw the movie Sunset Boulevard um, and I thought that the movie was very impressive and I was surprised to find that Sunset Boulevard actually exists here and it was quite different from the movie but it still is very interesting.
4: And
0: on that sentiment, I will take the opportunity to welcome you again to Los Angeles for this trip, as you've just got here uh, yesterday, I believe, and to thank you for taking the time. Uh, 작가님, 감사합니다. (laughs) <laughs> this has been the Los Angeles Review of Books podcast. I've been Colin Marshall. With this special episode here featuring two writers, Bae su and jong Myung won brought to you by the Literature Translation Institute of Korea. And of course, thanks again to Director Kim, whom we heard from earlier in the episode, and to Yeom Soo yeon who has been translating for us here. Thank you, Thank you very much. You can keep up with the LARB at lareviewofbooks.org or with me at colinmarshall.org. Thanks.